Hey, Garrett. Yeah, Boca? I gave her my heart. She gave me a podcast. Hi, welcome to the Bromance <laughs> Podcast. Today, uh, we're talking about the 1989 cult classic, not even cult classic, regular Daler Schmegler classic, Say Anything. Hi, I'm Boca. And I'm Garrett. Yeah, bromance. And we're two bros talking about romantic comedies. Because love is dead and movies are real. I mean, I agree with the second half. 50% of that. I'll give you 50%. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah, there we go. All right, so this is Say Anything. It stars uh, John Cusack, his sister Joan Cusack, uh, Ione, Yoine, I-O-N-E. How would you pronounce that? Yoine? Yoine. That's already rude. That's like SpongeBob when he's trying to do the upside down... Who, who are the guys who say schwing in their movies? Schwing! I don't know, but That's it seems a, like a David Spade thing. Um, not, uh, Someone, uh, not it's Mike Myers and uh, Dana yeah. Carvey. Yeah. Uh, Christ. The reason I can't remember is because you made me drink. And what were you drinking? So we're drinking the beverage today that is known as a Say Anything. And <laughs> it is root beer, Bailey's, but we got the discounted version, and rum. Generic Bailey's. is not good. Root beer. It was awful. No, and then we, we drank that, yep. and it sucked. Well, because it separates in alcohol, and then we decided to turn it into a milkshake, so it had... So we uh, added the Ben & Jerry's Chunky Monkey Ice Cream? Yes, to the same formula, and then put it in a blender. And that wasn't good either. <laughs> no, so now we are drinking scotch, and I'm drinking scotch and Sprite, and Vogue is having scotch and orange juice. And the reason we say all this is to A, we had this idea a couple episodes ago to be like, yo, each, each episode... It's kind of like a drink named after a character, named after a thing. And B, it gives you, like, some wiggle room. It's like, man, why were they so all over the fucking place? It's like, oh, don't worry. They were drinking a fucking alcoholic milkshake with generic Baileys. Yeah. Um, and now you know. People won't forgive us for one reason or another, but you know what? We were drinking anyway, so. Yep. At least it has a theme. But we'll become better bartenders to this, because the next episode, we got to make a better beverage than this horrible, horrible. Build a better beverage. Build a better beverage. Try that again? Build a better, build, build a better beverage. <laughs> uh, play this game at home. Try to say that really. Fast. Build a better beverage. Okay. Anyway, uh, what were, what was this movie about? Okay. This movie, um, like I said, it's uh, John Cusack mm-hmm. in Yon Sky. Um, Lo- John Cusack plays this character named Lloyd Dobler. Um, Yon Sky plays Diane Court. Um, they're both about to graduate from high school, and they've gone in Seattle. And uh, Lloyd has a crush on Diane. Um, for reasons we do, they don't get into why he's obsessed with her at the yeah, end of high school, but he's girl like girl in high school that's very good looking and intelligent. He, he likes her from afar. Yeah, she's she's really pretty. She's really smart. He liked her from afar, and you know people when when you get ready for graduation, people are like yo, I'm gonna do something dumb. Yeah, there was that movie that came out later. It was a much better book, but the movie I Love You, Beth Cooper. It kind of ties into the same energy. I don't know if you heard about that one. No idea. I have no idea what this is. It was about a nerdy valedictorian, and there's like he's giving the valedictorian speech, mm-hmm. and in the middle of it, he's about like not the he- the head cheerleader, like I love you, Beth Cooper, during his fucking valedictorian speech. I read it in eighth grade and I loved it. Now I just cringe so hard when I even think about the idea. Yeah, no, still... it seems a little cringe if it goes wrong. Yeah, but basically, um, how's this lo- go down? Yeah, so in the, but the way this one goes down is um, Lloyd. He's an underachiever. He's not doing. He doesn't know what he wants to do. His dad wants him to go in the army. He doesn't really want to do that. Meanwhile, Diane, um, she's really smart. She's valedictorian. She has a fellowship to go to school in England. And so after they, after she gives her speech and she kind of is like, yo, she realizes she doesn't know any of her classmates. And she's like, yo, I'm a little scared about the future. Um, Lloyd just kind of asks her out like, yo, um, some fucker's throwing a party later. Um, do you want to come with me? Um, and she says yes, which was really nice. Uh, and at this party... I think we're moving a little bit too fast, yeah. but I'm also a little, 
I'm drunker than I'm normally Baby am for this. Okay, yeah. let's, let's, let's pause here. So the, the beginning thing, they she's giving their like senior speech. Also, terrible uh, or, orator. Orator? Yeah, not very good. Wait, her? Her speech was not good. Well, she had a plan, and then she kind of like... She choked because she realized she's scared. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to throw out my speech, and her entire speech is basically like, we're, we're about to graduate. We're supposed to all be hyped. I'm pretty scared. I don't think the future's going to be all that good. It's funny because I helped my valedictorian write a speech. He's a really good friend. Shout out Quok. And it was like, we worked in a whole story about bird poop. So I recognize that like writing the valedictorian speech, I'm not kidding. I recognize that writing the valedictorian speech is harder than people realize. High schools aren't equipped for that, really, but it's an opportunity. I did it, and it was great. You gave the speech? Yeah. You so valedictorian? No, we had uh, three speech. We had I'm sorry, I'm so people. surprised. I know. We had the valedictorian, <laughs> with the salutatorian, and then we had the people's choice. And I was you were the, the people's choice. People's choice. You're the fucking Justin the Timberlake. The whole high school voted on who they wanted to be the senior speaker. Wait, and that's also kind of great. Me. It was great. That's nice, but also anyway, laughing. My speech was great. Her speech, eh, not so much. So uh, he has these two friends uh, <laughs> that are. Uh, he has these two female friends that are like his two best friends Corey in the entire world. and DC, I think. Yeah, one is completely heartbroken over the fact that her boyfriend dumped her and kind of played around on her and she just writes really emo songs about That's it. That's Corey. Yep. She has 63 songs about the, the one boy. Just who, ridiculous. No, it was actually kind of serious. I thought it was going to get really dark because like Corey, I think the guy's name was Joe. Yes. Um, Joe cheated on her with some girl named Mimi mm-hmm. and then Corey tried to kill herself. Yes. Well, this is before the movie starts. They talk about it. And so I was like, oh God, is something going to happen in this film? Thankfully. Yeah. Nothing really did. No. Um, they just kind of bring it up. So she writes a bunch of punk rock emo songs about it. Her, his other friends, like, kind of normal, just like a, you know. She's she had a there. weird jaw. She's around. She has a very uh, pronounced draw, jaw. But the most important friend, who is the least important in the movie. Yes. I don't even remember her name, but is played by Pamela Adelon. If you remember the show Better Things, she was also in Louie. The woman who has, like, a really raspy voice. Oh, yeah. 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 And I was like, oh, shit, that's that. Hey, look, that's, they used you. That's the sound I made. Yeah. So he calls her, he, uh, they're all talking about, hey, I really like this girl, she's really cute. They call her up, and uh, you know she agrees to go to this high school party. But no, she doesn't just agree. Guess who picks up the phone? Well, her dad. Her dad. Which also, do you remember those days? Did you ever do that? There's a girl no. you either like or are actively dating, and you'd have to call on the phone to the landline. You're sweating. Your shirt is just drenched, and you're like, mm-hmm. uh, hi, uh, Mr. Johnson, uh, is Kathy there? Yeah. Uh, it's Garrett. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. And then you're just fucking dying on the phone, just trying yeah. to get to the girl. Can we bypass the parents entirely? No, because... We lived two different lives. Your upbringing res- resembled fucking American graffiti, hey. whereas mine was like like water for fucking chocolate. And so, you should. It, it was a book. Uh, <laughs> and so it was like, you're, that's so fucking all. I didn't exist. You didn't wait. Exist? You called? Yeah, I would call. Well, I, I mean, okay. So we have a two year age gap, but it's not that big. Yeah. So I'm confused that you yeah, called. I, I had a landline. I would call their landline. I mean, we had cordless phones. This was in the '80s, but like. Yeah. You know, I would call and I would say, hey, I am Garrett. I like your daughter or yeah. I'm trying to get to your daughter. Please put me on line with your daughter to get and to please your daughter. stop Oof. talking to me. Mm. Uh, and then we all got cell phones and life became better. So anyway, he shoots his shot. She's like, I'm not all that interested. He continues to try to, he basically just filibusters. He's like, I'm going to try everything I have until eventually you'll either pity oh. me or go. Yeah, it was so crazy because she curves him initially. Oh, yeah. Like Lloyd, after Lloyd gets past, the, the dad um, relays the message. Diane calls Lloyd back. Um, Lloyd, hey, do you want to go to the party? She's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm busy because she's mm-hmm. going to England. It's like, well, are you perpetually busy? Are you always busy? You're busy Friday, busy Saturday. He starts listing and every it's day. So, and it's so fascinating because if somebody, you, you avoid that answer. I think as a guy trying to shoot, it's a bit like rock climbing and you don't want to begin down a path that leads to a dead end. Yeah. So you don't just ask, are you busy? 
because that leads like opportunity to no. Mm-hmm. I think you have to like leave it more open ended. Like, hey, this thing's happening this day. Yes. And if that day doesn't work, you rain check. I'm not going to say, hey, what are you doing Friday? Friday doesn't work. Hey, what are you doing Saturday? Saturday doesn't work. You have to give yourself, I think, some room. I mean, ideally, but he doesn't. So he just keeps shooting shots and eventually he's, through. He's worry-free and very bold. Yes, he is. Yes. And so he he just keeps shooting shots. Eventually, she's like, okay, fine. I'll go to this high school party with you. And in the back of her mind, I think she's basically like, I'm the valedictorian. I've been grinding really, really hard. I'm about to go to Europe. I've never actually had a high school experience. Yeah. I might as well go to one goddamn party. We've already graduated. Let's live a little. And it's not just that. It's also that she realized, like, during her speech, I don't know my classmates. I don't know these people, and they don't know me. Exactly. So it was a combination of, like, oh, I want to go to this party because I'd feel disconnected from all my classmates. And I'm going to go with Lloyd for a really sweet reason that comes up later because yeah. um, they go to the party. And people are like, so why'd you go with fucking – Lloyd Dobler, he's not, it's not like, oh, he's a loser. People know him there. No, actually, he's, he's like one of the more popular dudes at the party. I don't know if he's – he's got a little he's bit popular. of juice. He has, he has the juice. He's, they make him uh, the key – what is it called? The key master. The key master. It's basically Kingdom Hearts 4. So the key Lloyd master Dobler. is who holds the bag Yo, with all the cards. imagine if Kingdom Hearts 4, instead of it being like, oh, we're doing all the Disney shit, it's going to be 80 – it's going to be rom-coms. So it's like, we did bounce around from the universes of Say Anything, When Harry Met Sally, Sleeps in Seattle, You've Got Mail, Not in Hell, About a Boy. But mixed with Final Fantasy, because fuck everything. Exactly. <laughs> so like, super ultra move. Uh, That's not Final Fantasy. This is super ultra move in Final Fantasy. Limit Breaker. Limit Breaker. I didn't play seven. Oh, you didn't play any of them. Go ahead. So um, he's the key master, and so what he does, he basically has this little his fanny pack, basically that they, they <laughs> stuff all the keys into. No, it's like a, it's like a driving. crown royal sack. I, that is actually better. So yeah. it's a crown royal sack. They stuff all the keys into, and then he's supposed to stay sober all night, and then judge, hey, are you good enough to drive home? Which is nice. It is nice. It was, it was they like, hey, drink responsibly. Yeah. Well, no, nobody wants to be the nobody needs to be the key master. Well, now we, we have Uber. We lift. We Uber. Yeah. yeah. But back then it we lift. Well, uh, but back then, <laughs> back then, you know, that was what they did. So. He's really nice, responsible, and it sets the tone early because she's very, you know, uh, comes from a, a good household and, you know, a very conservative little person. And Wait, so, who, he is or she is? No, she is. And so the fact that he's willing to be sober, be the key master, you know, he's, he's showing a little and bit of He shows a little bit of juice. A little bit of juice. Everyone's looking up to him. And the cooler thing, to, not the cooler thing, the part that initially turned me off from Lloyd, hmm. I'm going to give a physical description for those who haven't seen. Lloyd Dobler is played by a young John Cusack. He's got short black hair. He's always wearing, like, a long... Um, uh, camel colored uh, top coat yep. um, and some I guess joggers before joggers and some like sneakers sneakers and not a top coat trench coat is it oh it's a trench coat it's a trench coat you know why just cause trench coats are creepier so I'm gonna say it's a trench yeah, coat yeah it had a yeah he, he has a good heart he's, he's physically fit he's not ugly no but he has some a little bit of creepy energy in the sense that he's very persistent but Diane he wears a trench coat and at this party they get separated for a second mm-hmm. but instead of like oh I see her again I, co- I come back up he just watches from a distance. He's been a little loose. But she's cool with it because yeah. she's like, she knows like, oh, he's always checking up on me, and she thought it was nice. She's like, it's like protective energy. Yeah, but instead, it was just like, I'm watching over here. So he's very responsible. One kid gets too drunk, tries to get his keys. He says no. Another kid, they at the end of the night, they have like one set of keys left, and the kids like throwing up in the bathroom. So they drive around all night long with yeah. this kid that's blacked out. Trying to find out where the hell he lives, he's too drunk to remember it. And obviously at the end of the party, right? maps. yeah. Since the party ends, yeah. like, yo, everyone else got the keys back except dude who's puking in the toilet. Dude who's puking in the toilet was great because we see him earlier in the movie or earlier in the at the yeah. party. He's like, he's in the bathroom. He saws his drink, whatever. He's fixing his hair. He looks at himself in the mirror, and says, "Oh fuck," and takes another drink. And that's the most self-loathing 
relatable. Have you ever looked at yourself yes. and said, "Ah, oh, shit," yes. and drank more? Yeah, I have. I got a drink in my hand. Yeah, I'll no, drink it to was that. it was Cheers. freshman year of college, oh. and I was just head over heels for this girl that completely curbed me. Oh no, repeatedly, and I was like deep, deep in the in the friend zone. This is not going to happen. For was me. this a Chapman or JC? Oh, this was JC. Okay, and I just I did the exact same thing. I looked at myself in the mirror and went, "Well." Fuck. Fuck this and fuck me. Fuck me. We're gonna see, we're gonna get weird. Yeah. So I can, I can relate. So they have to drive this guy home. Yep. It's funny because um, Diane, she's very close with her father. The parents are split. She calls his dad at some point in the park. He's like, "Yeah, everything's good. Yeah, Lloyd's are gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Um, don't time. worry, I'll be home before dawn." Which immediately triggered the shit out of me because if I'm 18, 19 years old, I can guarantee you my mom is not like be here before six a.m. Yeah. No, 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 no. Be my here before midnight. Baby. Yeah, we're 11 Pumpkin p.m., rules, 12 a.m., yeah. you're coming home, or I am going to stick the cops on you, we will drive, we will make a mockery of your life. My parents once called the cops on my brother because it was his birthday, and he wasn't picking up the phone, they tried to call wish him happy birthday, yeah. and they just figured, I guess he's dead or yeah. some shit, and so it's like, yeah, and it's like, be home before dawn. Fucking 80s, man. Yeah. Imagine being a murderer in the 80s, all you had to do was just like wipe Not your hand. Not get caught. Wear gloves. Yeah. I took it to a creepy place. I'm not trying to murder anybody. No, but that but is like, really true. And like, just, being, imagine being a murderer before the 1900s. It was pretty much just lie. Hey, John Mulaney had a whole thing. Nah. About, yeah. Do you ever see the John Mulaney bit about it where he's no. like, we found, the, we found the killer's blood. And the, and the cop was like, gross. Wipe that up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't do anything with this. You can't do anything no. with it. Yeah, exactly. So it Be home like before dawn. in the 19, uh, late 80s, 80s, early 90s. 1989 was the movie, right? Yeah. Okay. It doesn't quite fit into our 90s theme for this season, but we'll round up. 89 counts. Yeah, you round. Yeah. Right so they get a drunk boy who hates himself home, and then they're like <laughs> at 7-Eleven or whatever, and they're walking out, and uh, uh, Lloyd Dobler's like, yo, watch out for some glass. He sweeps it away so she doesn't like cut herself while they're walking back. He said that was the sweetest thing. And um, Lloyd, he kind of makes it his whole, like she gets home, and she's like, oh, it was a nice date. She tells her dad. Um, and that's fine, because it was fine. Nothing, nothing happened. They didn't but he's kiss. also very smooth. Because he drops her off, and we're like, okay, we need to establish when is the next time we're going to see each other. So Mm -hmm. that's what he's thinking. So in his head, he goes, outside, he goes, yeah, so, like, when can I call you again? She's like, call me tomorrow. He's like, well, today's technically tomorrow. Yeah. That That was was good. He had another one, too. I took note of it. She's like, okay, call me later. He's like, I will, baby. Yeah, it's like, today is tomorrow. She hits him with a line. She's like, you know, you're just so great, and, like, I really had a fun time at the party. You're a really nice guy. You're just yeah. so common and basic. I just never would have thought I'd be with a guy like you. She called him basic. She called him basic in 89. It wasn't even, like, a... That wasn't a thing yet. It wasn't a thing yet, and she made it a thing. And so he's not at all basic. I mean, for I was her, confused. She's, she has, like, a, you know, she's, like, the top 1% of high school students in the country. What so does it mean... In what way do you think Lloyd Dobler is basic? I mean, he's a generic-looking white guy that loves kickboxing. and the ki- No, but he's weird, so you're not basic. Weird and basic are like opposites, right? No, nah, he's not weird, though. He's weird. We think he's weird. No one in the movie thinks he's weird. He's just one of the guys. He's, his parents live in Germany. Yeah. He, he's traveled in the 80s, so he's super traveled. So he's the cool guy. He's kickboxing. He wears a trench coat and has no plans for the future. And his best friends are girls so he's not trying to fuck. He's weird. <laughs> okay. Well, to her, he's yeah. not in Mensa, so he's weird. Yeah. Or he's basic. Yeah. As um, we, we understand earlier, when Lloyd first calls the home, yeah. that a lot of guys are trying to get at Diane. Because when Lloyd's on the phone with the dad, Jim, 
Oh, yeah. The dad's like, are you the guy with the blue truck? He's like, no, that's not me. Are you the guy with the, the BMW? No, that's not me. Are you the guy with the blah, blah, blah? The LeSabre. <laughs> yeah, the LeSabre, the DeLorean, because it's the 80s. Yeah. No, that's not me. And he's like, oh, okay, so there's a list. I was like, I assume this is going to be like, there will be also guys he has to beat back to yeah. win Diane. Thankfully, they don't come up for his sake. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, they don't come up later. But yeah, so Diane, Diane gets hers. Yeah. Um, so she's like, anyway, hey, Dad, had a fun time, great party, and, you know, I called him basic, so I think I might have screwed that up. And then he looks at the window, and like, I don't think he's that hurt about it. And then Lloyd is literally out in the driveway, or out in the street, bowing to an invisible crowd. What was it? Was that what he was doing? Yeah, yeah. It looked like he was karate bowing, so no. I was a little confused. He was like, he was like... Thank you, thank you. Like the end of an opera. Okay. Like, bowing to an invisible crowd, uh-huh. and then he puts both of his arms up like he just scored a touchdown and walked Because he's so street. pumped. Oh, he's hyped. Because he had a crush... I mean, this is the perfect way it yeah. ends, right? He had a crush uh, and a girl he asked her out she said yes yeah. and, they and he spent was like, like this girl's out of my league like yeah. I'm, i can't get this she girl. is well, yeah yeah in the end anyway so then we move we fast forward a little bit so they start talking and hanging out a little bit and yeah. she basically comes to the conclusion of like hey i got a lot going on mm-hmm. i'm you know i'm, I'm going to go to england I'm going to go to europe i'm going to england and he's yeah. like hey that's totally fine let's just be friends but what's the arrangement right now 2019 what are you friends with benefits oh i love that. that yeah friends with potential yeah listen bring that back that was the best shit ever because like she's like i don't want to get heavy i don't want this to get too heavy i'm about to leave yeah. let's just be friends listen what are what are what's the homie what are the homies for if you can't make out a little right a little bit so it's like yeah just just like just say y'all are friends and be like okay yeah we're just friends who make out from time to time it's fine up. yeah so Friends of potential. They do this little montage. They go to like the fair. He teaches they, her how to drive manual. He teaches her how to drive stick, and they have mm-hmm. a few moments. Then they start kind of macking a little bit, macking a little bit more. One thing leads to another. It was. It was tense. It was passionate. Yeah. This, I think. Are right, so context. Yes. Um. For though I don't know how people consume this shit yet because I make this shit, so I don't know how they consume it. Yep. Um, but we've done uh, Sleeps in Seattle, You've Got Mail, when Harry, not When Harry Met Sally yet, Pretty Woman, About a Boy, Notting Hill. Uh, did I miss anything? Uh, I feel like you missed something. Oh, uh, uh, Sleep- Wedding Singer. And Wedding Singer. Yes. yes. These two, I think, have the most chemistry out of all of those so far. Because Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan. The most the, organic. Like, they seem like two kids that really could love each other. Yeah. Because everyone else, you know who they are also. Those two, yeah, because those other two movies, they don't spend a lot of time together. Um, in Sleepless in Seattle, they're across the country. Yeah. And you've got males, like, they hate each other in real life at first. Yeah. These two are just, like, people. a guy who has a girl out, and it, it went well, and then she's like, yo, she's into him. Well, and they also, they wrote two, two high school kids that are... In, are in, are mature in their ability and intellect in some ways, but very immature emotionally in how they express themselves. Yeah, because Diane is really very, bad. very, very sheltered. Yes, she's very. She, all she had since she was like thirteen was her dad. It was crazy. She had a whole thing about how like um, when her parents got divorced, they took her to court. You're old enough. Pick which parent you want. Ugh. Um, and she chose her dad because she felt safe with him or whatever. Yeah. And the Let's dad. Give a little color on the dad. Oh, are we doing this now? We need to do it now because what we're going to tee up to is going to require it. Okay, so the dad, it's funny, too, we always have the segment, what, which character do you love? And I, I wrote at the beginning, I love the dad. Mm. And that didn't age well two hours later. I still, we'll get to that. Yeah, and it's like the dad is played by uh, John Mahoney. I don't know what else he was in because I'm young. Um, 
maybe he didn't do other shit as well. I'm not just attributed to age. But he was really nice. He laughed at her jokes and her valedictorian speech that nobody else laughed at. He buys her a car, graduation, gives her a ring. It's like, yo, you're great. I want you to appreciate you're the great. It, it's a, that part aged really well. Yeah. And the part of the affirmations he's trying to give and to his young daughter. He's a very daughter. good dad. He's, he loves her so much. Very hard to make and they have a very anything. honest, open relationship. Yeah, they all have the thing. So the, the movie's called Say Anything. And so many times they say the titular line. Yeah, like, he said it anything. first. You he's like, you can say anything to me. I was like, ah, yeah, he said the thing. Titular line. Yeah. So I'm a family guy. Hey, yeah. uh, so they do that a lot. And, you know, the, they have a very open relationship. And so uh, she's always, you know, up front with him about everything. So they, these two start hanging out a little bit and they are friends and they're making out Then one thing leads to another. They lose their virginity to each other. And Peter Gabriel's, uh, what the fuck is that song? Garrett, do you know the name of the song? I don't know. I, I don't know and, a lot of Peter Gabriel depth. It, well, he also did The Book of Love, which is the song that plays at the end of Scrubs. Oh, Not yeah. the fake end, the, the real, real end, yeah, yeah. where we don't pretend the other shit happened. He has uh, the book of love. This song is In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel. And so it's like, yo, it's a montage of them spending time together. Yep. It's raining. They're out by like some lake or some no, shit. No, the ocean. Oh, they're, is they're it? They're West Coast. Because they're in Seattle. Yeah. Or it's set in Seattle. It's actually filmed in Los Angeles. No uh, way, they film movies? Well, like no, I think I think they actually went back and forth. Because mm-hmm. some parts like, oh, real Seattle things. So they're by an ocean. Anyway. They're on like, you know, Hump Point or whatever the point in town was. <laughs> fuck Rock is what they called it. Yeah. <laughs> so they're on Fuck Rock and then they mm-hmm. decide to fuck. And, you know, as you do. So she goes home and th- this is the first time she <laughs> no, goes to her dad. No, back up. Back up. What? First off, on Fuck Rock, they decided to fuck. Thank you, Garrett, for that. <laughs> uh, breaking it down. So, so this, it's... Fuck it, it's hot and heavy. Yeah. Because they have this whole thing, like, not this whole thing. They're they're in the back of the car, mm-hmm. and she's just like, are you cold? You're shaking. Um, Dude, oh, can we break this down a little bit, not to get too... Gross and... Not, like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to keep it fairly tasteful, but, like, that's a thing. Do you remember when you first lost your virginity? I was a shaking little person. And she's really sweet about it. She's like, I are you shake. cold? Oh, I, I shook. My I hand, look, little... look at my hands. Steady. Right I'm like now, a surgeon. Right now, let's take it I'm back like to whatever surgeon. age you were at the time. Okay. And so the first, so he's like ten. Yeah. No, sorry. Oh, oh, I sorry. lost my virginity before my dad did. Um, <laughs> no. So you know he's like legit shaken, and she's like, "Are you cold?" He's like, "No, I'm just like really happy and excited." No, but like, I I like, also thought he was cold. He legitimately looked cold. No, he's not cold. He's just yeah. legit. Like, oh my god. And this song I'm is playing. They're in. They're in love. They're in stupid love. Crazy so stupid. Then they role. have sex and there's like little, you know, they cover themselves with a blanket and the cuts their black. Is it her first time? Oh yeah. Oh, they didn't. Spe- they specified that it's his first time. Okay, they so never, they never sp- inherently pointed out the only. Th- okay, again, we're projecting here. It could totally be because obviously she said other gentlemen callers or whatever. But I, I feel like with her very tight ass background, I feel yeah. like this is the first time. Yeah, and she and the dad seems so. Cause you say anything, she comes back and it's she late. Lies. She didn't. What she? What she, she lies? What she lie about? So she comes in the house. He's like, it is like eight a.m. Like WTF? You didn't call. You didn't do shit. I don't want to have to call the morgue. And so she's like, I'm so sorry. I was with the guy. I was with Lloyd because he knows Lloyd. Him. We were having a fun time. Everything was fine. And you know, we we were in the car together, and we had this little date. And I was, you know, worried about the physical component. Like, how do I address this? And she specifically calls out that they did not that nothing happened. No, you missed a part. Really? Because then they cut to the record store, and he's with his two friends. You missed a part. What did I miss? She does tell him the truth. Really? Yes. Okay. She's please inform me. All right. So Diane is talking about how other times when she's with a guy and she can sense a hunger within him, mm-hmm. she might have to if she does not want to have sex. Yes. Or imagine. Inj- 
this one, I don't know whether or not she's had sex before. Yeah, she might have, actually. Yeah, it goes either way. She talks about how she might have to formulate, like, oh, I don't want to for X, Y, Z reason. And so she's talking about how um, Lloyd, she sensed a hunger within Lloyd. She sensed an uneasiness, but um, he didn't push him. She, Lloyd, did not push Diane. And then she actually was the one brought And then she says, but then I attacked him anyway. Do you remember that part? Yes, but I didn't. That's that, I attacked him anyway, but she never said. I guess that's true. I guess that's, she was kind of beating around the bush. Yeah, and it, and it was weird too because the dad's like, "You can tell I me anything." Him any, she's had sex before. You don't say I've attacked him anyway. I don't know. It's that's some. That's you some know what? BDE. BD. Oh, big dick energy. Yeah. You love energies. I do. I'm a big fan of energy. You spend enough time in LA that you have opinions about vibes and shit. Mm, I mean, big, me too. That's big SF energy. Is vibe SF versus energy LA? I think you would actually say the word vibe in Los Angeles, but I feel like you'd be more on your hippy dippy bullshit in San Francisco. You haven't lived in LA proper. No, I've lived in Orange County. Yeah. And then the burbs. Yeah. And I mean, LA is a big ass city, yeah. but that is kind of beside the point. Anyway. Whether or not she, and plus. So she may yeah. be a virgin, she might not, we don't really know. So then uh, they, we might have done this a little bit out of order, but they actually have dinner together. Oh, that's way earlier, right? Yeah. After we'll the party. Like, it could be in any order. Honestly. The family doesn't like Lloyd. He's weird. He has well, no plans. He actually does it pretty well. He's a he's a gentleman. He meets he's the polite. Dad, he, meets the you know, he says sir. He says sir. The dad has this nice jukebox. He's like, hey, how, this is really really nice. He's like, yeah, it was like nine thousand dollars, like kind of flexing, mm-hmm. and that'll be important later. And so then, uh, you know, they're talking about their futures and how they met and everything else. It's actually going pretty well. And then the dad asked Lloyd, hey, so like my daughter's going to go to Europe. Where? What are you doing with your future? You just graduated. And this is when it's kind of cute. His 18-year-old comes out, which is like, I don't have an answer for this, and I'm going to filibuster with dumb shit. I don't want to build anything, process anything, or sell anything. Or I don't process want... anything that's been built or sold. I or don't sell any sell processed, built. It's a, it's, a, it's a network. It's a web of I don't want to build anything that's processed or sold. I don't want to process anything that's built or sold. I don't want to sell anything that's processed or built. And I don't want to work, and I don't want to go in the army. Yeah, so I don't want to work for that corporation. That corporation is like, yo, the military-industrial complex, the Western world trying to instill its imperialism and its values on these countries that then back in whatever tore up. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like on some like, you know, he has his third eye open. Yeah, exactly. He has Lloyd the third is hip eye to truth, the game. It's fully open. He needs on some. I'm in high school and I have opinions, but they're not well thought out and they're not based on. He's that. not wrong about not wanting to be the army, but let me leave them alone. But not for the right reasons. <laughs> he knows he shouldn't like it. He just doesn't quite in on why. Yeah. So he is. So then he does. So it's like, okay, you don't want to do anything. So what? Do you have an answer for this? And he's basically kickboxing. like kickboxing. I'm practicing kickboxing. I have a. I go to a dojo. It's he the teaches at the sport dojo. Of America. He's not wrong. It is the future. Yo, he could that, have been an MMA fighter, but he was no, honestly too late to this. You know, no, that's why I he's said like, like he's not wrong. Because the movie set in 1989. Yeah. Super into kickboxing. Kickboxing is boxing plus kicking, and so that's, that's, that's like that fuck rock thing. Just break it down. Yeah, <laughs> they fuck at the rockets. Fuck rock. He they kick and they box. It's kickboxing. So like yo. <laughs> He yeah he he was at the he was at the right age the right time to be on the undercard yeah. for UFC one. Who's the guy that owns UFC? Uh, Dana White. He could have been the Dana White. He, he could have be too old by the time to actually do it, but he could have invested. He could have invested. Yeah, he all invested. he had to learn some grappling and have yeah. more than zero dollars from not buying anything that's been processed. Yeah, I don't know how the fuck or... he had any money. Oh, yeah. But yeah. anyway. So uh, the dad's basically like, well, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my entire adult life. Yeah, and so he doesn't, the dad doesn't like Lloyd. Yeah. He doesn't hate him. He just thinks like the nice, dad sweet is sweet young man, but he's not going to get in the way of my daughter's life. And, and here's where we talk about this. Yes. 
because the dad doesn't like Lloyd. The dad's super protective of the daughter because the daughter chose him over the wife. Yeah. But it over the course, I mentioned earlier, oh, yeah, at the beginning, I was ready to say, I love the dad. The dad is extremely protective and is extremely close to the daughter yes. to a level that felt weird. It just felt like an overprotective parent. Garrett. Yeah. Garrett. Yeah, Bucca. Garrett. <laughs> Again, yes, Bucca. Can I say it? Say it. Can I ask it? Say anything. Is this say... Ah! <laughs> the titular line! Well, hot damn! You walked right into it. What are you going to say? Did the dad want to fuck? So there's a lot of Freudian <laughs> stuff in here. The dad did not want to fuck. Are you sure? Yes. But okay, cool. That, that makes I, me feel better. Yes. I mean, you, I you answered this. immediately, so I feel better. She's very close to the dad. Yeah. They do have a very you know, father-daughter relationship, and it's completely on the up and up. But there are things in her father that she's clearly looking for in a spouse. Protects me, cares about me, is a responsible young man. These are all good things so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of looks like my dad. I don't John, see that part. Google it right now. Look up the look up the dad. Lloyd Dobler thing, and look up Lloyd Dobler, who's the guy. The, ac- the actor is John Mahoney. There's enough the head structure, the brow structure. There's uh, the facial, the, just where things are in relation to other things. Okay. The general head shape and face shape is enough to be a little smidgen on the Freudian side, and like most of his positive qualities that she's looking into are things that the dad has. And I want to clear. I want to specify for both those who haven't seen the movie and those who haven't seen it in a long time. This wasn't just a, oh, they're close, so I think they want to fuck. It's not, you know, they're just, like, open. I figure, oh, okay, it's, like, a single parent, so it's fine. Yeah. No, it's, like, they finish each other's sentences. There's a scene where um, Diane gives an item she gave to Lloyd. She later gives to the dad. They, he's very, very protective, and they're very, very close, and it feels like it's a personal betrayal to the point that I looked at. All right, so an Oedipus complex is when the son <laughs> wants to fuck the mother. Yeah. An Electra complex is when the daughter... I think wants yeah. to fuck the father. Yeah. I was Googling. I was after this movie. It was so serious. I was like, yo, what's, what's the complex when the dad wants to fuck the daughter. And then I regretted Googling that on my work laptop. Ooh, <laughs> you don't do it on the work. That's a cell phone. So Google. that's, and so I have a work phone. I got a work laptop. Nothing I own is my own. Ugh, this is love. a boring dystopia. Yeah. So anyway, uh, they get, they get, <laughs> they get past all of that. Uh, a little bit of background. Where, yeah, where he are we also, in the He runs a uh, nursing home. Nursing home. Yeah. And so he's, you know, very sweet. And they have all these old people there and obviously he's taking care of them. And Psych. the daughter works he's there. stealing. Uh, we haven't gotten there. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. So I'm to spoil the ending. But uh, the Lloyd and the, the girlfriend have a couple, because she works there. They have a couple little dates or interactions at the place. And, you know, it's kind of cute. Um, and then, yeah, so during that dinner, all of a sudden the IRS come to the door and they're like, hey, we're auditing so you. so rude. And also, like, we legit suspect you of serious, like, crimes. So, yeah. um, it's not going to be good for you. And we're going to need to seize everything you have and stop doing shit immediately. Give us all your records. And they do this in the middle of the dinner and was like, yeah. does the IRS, like, come to your house at 8 p.m.? It felt aggressive. But also, the, this was 1989. Now I think they just come in and they're like... They might email you and you don't check it. I don't know. That or they'd be more aggressive. Um, but yeah. there's two dudes in suits. So yeah. that opens up this whole through line of like a lot of pressure on the daughter. Hey, my dad's now being not... It isn't like audited but like tax evasion. It's like they're actually suspecting him of like theft and fraud. Yeah. So they've been... They hint to the fact they've been tracking him for quite some time. This puts a lot of stress on the daughter. And so then they kind of tee up this conversation about her future and what does this actually look like. Where, who is we? 
So the father and the daughter in the kitchen are talking about like, hey, what do you? This is after she had sex with Lloyd. Yeah, yeah. And she's and so this this is really where like the dad's like protectiveness um, comes out. This combination of. A, I do legitimately love you, and you've worked so hard to go to London. Yeah. B, I don't like Lloyd because he seems so aimless. All he wants to do is kickbox. I don't know what that is yet because it's 1989. Do pe- why are people confused at the concept of kickboxing? It's more of like... It's in the name. Who wants this to be a career? You don't want... If, if, I think if he said, I want to be a boxer, mm-hmm. they would have had less of a problem. I yeah. seriously do. Well, it'd be like right get... now if I said, I want to be a dance fighter. Like, it's Capoeira. Like... Yeah, exactly. But like, it's, but I'm hip. It's two things that you're combining. You're just like, what the fuck does? That I'm just like, I know you can't dance. Yeah. Well, you know, so. hey, 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 it's true, but it still hurts. Sorry. Uh, I'd be like, yeah, this, these are two things that I, I know who Muhammad Ali is. We don't have a Muhammad Ali of a different. Sport. If I put two other words together, are you going to be that confused? I want to be a water puncher. Okay, I can't think of something. <laughs> That's just Give him a big round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. All right, this podcast is sponsored by, was it, uh, Discount Bailey's and Garrett's Liquor? Yes. Yeah. So, anyway, so they're in the kitchen, and he's like, basically, like, so where are you seeing this? What's happening? And she's like, you know, I'm just kind of. She, he pours, pushes her to say it. Yeah. Because she doesn't say it. She keeps being like, you know, in essence, like. Do you love him? Yeah. I like him. What does like mean? You're going to England. You can't take a guy like this with him. Daddy, I love him. And then he kind of stops, and he's like, good, good. That's good. <laughs> good meaning bad. Yeah, good, good, yeah, definitely cool. Good. Cool, 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 cool. Same, same, same. Same, same, same. same. Yeah, it's fine, it's fine. different, but basically the same. It's fine. And, uh, you know, honestly, fuck. I'm probably Because I want to secretly out. fuck my daughter. Uh, I'm probably just a little stressed out, because, like, hey, I'm The IRS is about go to catch jail. me. For... And so... At this I'm point, we still don't know if he did it, though. But he does say, you know, you could just... Give him what is she the pin thing? How does he bring that? Oh, up? she's like, you know what? You need to break up with Lloyd. I'm not saying cut off all ties with the boy, but literally, you are leaving. Um, you know, give him a mentor. Remember him by give him this pen. It was not a nice, nice pen. It and was even a, if it was, it's a terrible way to end a relationship. But it's just like a shitty pen. Like if she says, I would never in a million years give Lloyd a pen. Cut and to they don't really. They don't leave this scene with like her having a clear direction. He didn't say like we didn't know which way she was going to go with it. Whatever. We didn't know if it was going to be her rebelling or no. yeah, or he has to get her back type of thing. So then, um, they go to the. They're driving around just on like a normal date. Yeah, because they spend a lot of time together. Earlier in the movie, she's asking, "What are your plans for the summer?" My plan is to spend as much time as you as I can. Lloyd has this whole thing. I think Lloyd's biggest weakness is that he's just he has no plans of his own. Yeah. Everything every every plan for the future he has seems to revolve around Diane and he kind of is his own person but as far as like what does he want for himself it does he wants her for himself he wants her for himself um not in a gross like I'll no, kill everybody way just like but, I love you yeah but it's gross because he like do something for yourself love's man. gross yeah so anyway they're in the car and Diane starts to break up with him yeah and they have this great line it's like because Lloyd's kind of like he doesn't just like take it lying down he's like yeah. Yo, why are you doing this? Does your dad not like me? What what the fuck is happening? And she's like, Yo, this is hard for me too. Or it's like he says, Well, if it's hard for you, why do it? Yeah. I was like, Ooh. I, I did snaps in yeah. my room by myself. And she's like very like kind of matter of fact about it and relatively composed. And she gives him the pen. She gives him the pen that she said, right Never in a million of years would I give you this pen. Well, Cut to her. To yeah, exactly. She says to the dad, I would never give him a pen. 
Cut to 15 minutes later, I'm giving you this pen. And again, the dad didn't actually, they left the conversation really wide open. Like, ah, eh, you're right. You're young. Have fun. He basically, the bad, the dad backtracks. Mm-hmm. She just decides to run with the ball. Like, actually, I guess these were good points. I'm going to do it. But why do you think she did it? So I think she did that because he, again, I think he's a good dad. And at the end of this, I will defend him. I think he's a shitty Despite person. Despite us wondering whether or not he wants to fuck his at, daughter. By the time we get there to the end, he's a bad person. He's a good dad. He's a good dad. And so what he's what he's raised her to basically be like, look, do the safe thing, do the smart thing, do the intelligent move. Do the you. right thing. You know this is going to be hard. You know you're going to travel thousands of miles. Just end it because you know it's going to be easier in the long term. And she's like, that is a rational thing to do. So mm-hmm. even though at the end he's like, eh, you're in love, you're young, totally do what you want to do. It's none of my business. He's planted the seed and she's watered it. And the reason this breakup scene is even worse is because like earlier in this car scene, it was after remember it was after they've had sex. Lloyd earlier he wrote her a letter to say like I'll always oh, love you, I'll always be there so for you. Sweet. Fuck nah, fucking cornball. The fr- nah. Listen, Lloyd was a virgin before this scene. He was shaking in the back yeah. of their bed. The first girl he has sex with, he tells her I love her. Rookie, I mean, keep your heart three stacks. I can't really pretend that guy ain't been there. Oh no. Yeah, Oh God! I'll I've fast seen all forward. these rom coms for a reason. <laughs> oh, Garrett! Oh, sweet baby Garrett! Uh, oh, oh that's no! Four years. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, Are you all right? Yeah, it's fine. Do you want Do you want to cut to commercial break? No, we got upgrades now. We don't actually have sponsors, so I don't want to cut to. Audible. And- Listen to books, but with your ears. Pew pew pew. Woo. Is this how we get money? Hey, do you hate cooking food, but you wish someone would ship it to you so you could cook other people's food? Blue apron. Blue, apron. <laughs> blue, 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 blue. CBD oil. Hey, do you Who love the spons- idea of weed, but I'm- you're just really bad at... What podcast is sponsored by CBD oil? Oh, a lot of them. Most of the comedy ones. Okay, I never catch those. Yeah, it's all like uh, Charlotte's Web, CBD. There's a little girl in the Midwest. Charlotte's who, Web? Yeah, the little girl in the Midwest. I'm going to just do their entire plug because I've listened to it enough times. There's a little girl in the Midwest who basically had epilepsy and then they found this oh, strain God. of CBD. Oh, God. This is one of the strains about how weed cures everything. Yes. Her name was Charlotte. So now we call this CBD oil Charlotte's Web. Do you want to wake up and feel more creative and kind of feel like you're edgy for doing drugs, but there's mm-hmm. none of the actual hallucinogenics or drugs in the drugs? Then yeah. do this completely legal drug that's not a drug. Charlotte's Web. Okay. Anyway, anyway, back to what we were saying. Yeah. They break up, and it's sad. Yeah. Um, and Lloyd is heartbroken. And this was the part I could relate to the most. The heartbreak? So what he It's funny, does, too. I'm giving you shit, but I feel like I could, too. It, what, every 18, 19... Honestly, from 15 to your, like, 20, like, in that sort of range, where you're, you're feeling real feelings, but yeah. you're expressing them kind of through, like... TV characters or ways you think you should be handling a situation because you're not really a fully fledged. He human went yet. full taxi driver. He, that's what I was just gonna say. Ah. Oh my god, he's in his trench coat. He's in his car. He's driving up and down the street with a fucking tape recorder. This fucking city. This city. city. It's dark and gritty and awful. Everyone just wants to do that for themselves. Lies. I will be too. Lies. No more heart. No more soul. We all smile. I am the Joker. He goes full like Sin City. Yeah, it's crazy because it's 1989, so he does. He's leaving this the message. The taxi driver was out by this point, right? That yeah, the like taxi driver came out before this because yeah. it was like when... Uh, so they're intentionally making yeah. him do taxi driver. Okay. Yeah, so you, I'm, I'm glad you thought taxi driver was Oh, 100%. Yeah. I've never seen that movie, by the he way. He was ready... To, uh, it's it's good. I know it's the weird. Truth. Yeah. No, so he was ready to go full incel on this shit. It was a little incel. I mean, he's not that guy, but he was definitely pretending to be that guy because he needed to feel... Well, think about it. He's a white male. Mm. Check. 
Hey, uh, hey, hey. Sorry, Garrett. Uh, my, my people, my brats, my I, chats. I am the Garrett. I speak for the bros. Yes. I speak for the highs. I speak for the lows. Um, he's driving. It's it's so fucking dramatic. He's driving in the rain, yeah. speaking into a tape recorder about yeah. how everything Some sucks. Everyone's phony. Shit. To send it to Corey, the girl who killed herself earlier after writing sixty three. Er, threatened. Tried threatened to, to kill ki- herself. Tried to kill herself after writing sixty three songs yeah. about uh, Jim. Um, it's like, man, everyone's so fucking fake. I hate everybody. This is awful. Bunch of phonies. He he hops out of his car at one point to make a call. He's talking to his sister, yeah, um, Constance, played by uh, his real life sister. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Joan Cusack. Because mm-hmm. um, he lives with her. The parents are in Germany in the army, and it's just like, man, I don't know what the fuck to do. Oh, this is so terrible. What? <laughs> Lloyd, please come home. Yeah. I'm scared. You're weird now. I mean, he was always fucking weird. He wasn't, but he's weird now. He was weird. You know my problem? Not my problem. Yes. You know the pro- it's you know how people hate themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so this is why I don't like Lloyd because I see myself in him. Oh no. Uh, not not the murder part. Yeah. Um, he had so much love to give. Yeah. And so it was like, all right, so Diane rejects him mm-hmm. on a fl- on a little bit of flimsy shit, but so you got to just respect her cripping. And then, uh, it's the, it's the drink. Uh, <laughs> and you just got, but yeah, he all in love still in him. Yeah. Just, um, wondering where it's going to fucking go. And that's why he's kind of going insane. But he left her seven voicemails. Yes. And then, then he goes outside of her window. Oh, wait, wait. Time out. Yeah, time set, out. The, set the okay. set it off. So we all. I mean, even if you haven't seen this movie, you know what you know this scene because the all... the one scene everyone know it yeah. knows from say anything is a dude with a boombox above his head mm-hmm. playing out of the window, right? So you think if you haven't seen the movie, which we hadn't until we watched it, we neither. Night, Garrett had seen all these other movies. He hadn't seen this, so we both are going flying blind here. So we're thinking that scene, right, must be the end. It's going to wrap it up. He fucked up. He has to win her back. Whatever. And so he's going to take the boombox, put it over his head, and win her back. The actual scene, he's still out there with the boombox over his head in front of his car. It's, it's shot beautifully. It, it is a great visual. It's awesome. And what song is playing? It's Peter Gabriel, uh, In Your Eyes. Yes. And it, is just, it gets the people going. Yeah. And she's in bed, like, all sad. And, and so obviously she doesn't want to break up with him. She loves the guy. She's just like, my future. I'm smart. And so she's crying in bed. She never gets up. She never acknowledges that there's music playing out of her window. She never... Nothing happens here. Like, he's literally just outside of her window holding up a boombox, and then we keep it moving. Yeah. No, no, we don't just... I mean, yes, they keep it moving, but we need to unpack this. Because it's like, she lives on the boonies. She's tossing and turning in her sleep. And then uh, she's like, yo, what's that noise outside? And fucking Peter Gabriel, the goat... Not the goat, but he's bomb. He's really good. He did. He like I said. He gave us the book of love. He gave us the song. So already he's kind of the goat. Um, he's outside the window playing "In Your Eyes" with Peter Gabriel. And the reason that's the. Do you know why that's the song? No. Think about it. I don't know the lyrics. That's the song that he lost his virginity to in the oh. car. That's why he's playing that. Yeah. It wasn't a random like, hey, song. Me. That was the song. God damn, it actually kind of hits. Right? Hit you right in the feels. We can't get copyrighted. This isn't YouTube. Uh, yeah, what, what do we got? 15 seconds before we get in trouble? We're on Apple now. We got to be careful. That was 15. You can't sue us. Ha! Uh, there's no vocals. So, 
Uh, and, and the next day, um, Diane goes to meet with the IRS investigator because her dad's getting in trouble. Yeah. This is such a waste of the IRS guy. It really Because <laughs> you know this actor, but you don't know his name, right? Yeah. So that's Philip Baker Hall. He also played Mr. Bookman in that one great-ass episode of Seinfeld. There's a million other things. And IRS investigator guy's like, yo... Your daddy did that shit. Yeah, no, he... Uh, you so need she, bo- she dresses up all nice. She's like, look, I've asked so many Please, people. somebody talk to yeah. me. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, we've been following for five years. He did that shit. He's stealing from old people. He's robbing them blind. He's a piece of shit. Think and about like, it. Do you see stuff around the house that's nice but not too nice? Does he give you a lot of gifts? Like the car you got for graduation. And the ring on Like your the finger. ring you got for graduation. And is most of the shit roughly about $9,000? Like the boom box. That we established earlier foreshadowing for the win. Do, do, do. Booyaka, booyaka. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, so, and then she realizes, oh, fuck, he did that shit. So she goes home, she's looking around. She finds just bundles of cash. Well, like before, a fucking, before that, yeah. she looks around and she's like, Oh, they made me question him. Oh, really God. Because at him. first she doesn't find anything. Oh, no. man, they she turned me against Daddy. One last ditch little, oh, I, I've never Let really seen what's in this box. She jimmies it open, and she finds just bundles. Easily 50 grand. Yeah. And just, and just Stacks. And the dad, yeah, so she confronts, oh, she traps him, too. She did a thing. Yeah. I was going to say she does a thing that quote-unquote women do. And it's like, people say that women do this, but this has never happened to me. So I'm going to invalidate the experiences of other people who say that quote-unquote women do this. Run it by me so I can see. She knows what he did. She still asks him. So that way, she gives him the opportunity to fucking lie. <laughs> yeah. Just, just yeah, if, you happens, know, if you know. If you know. Oh. Uh, and it wasn't like an infidelity thing, but it was just like a stupid white lie. But it still it was. The, it yeah, still you know, if you know he did it, just say I know you did this before yeah. you give him the opportunity to lie. Yeah. So she's like, Dad, I th-, she doesn't tell him I found fifty fucking thousand dollars in the house. Yeah. Dad, did you steal? And Dad's like, No, I swear to God. He's no, like, he says no. She says, Swear to God. Yeah, and she pushes him on this shit. Swear yeah. to as God. if she's wearing a wire. And then and he's like, I swear to God, I did not steal. Psych, bitch. I found all the money in the house. And he's like, oh, hey, that's different. Uh, uh, yeah, because he can't say shit after that. Like, well, it wasn't for me. It's for you, for your future. When you come back from Europe, I just want you to have the best. And again, yeah. I think that's all true. I don't think yeah. he's doing it because he's trying to, like, you know, yeah. Wolf of Wall Street this. But he's like, I took care of them. I took care of them when their family. These were old people, and I was actually, he really was working in the house. Yeah. The real, the whole real problem, it wasn't as if the whole nursing home was like, Illegitimate, and they're yeah, beating the old people or something. Yeah. It's just that once they died, they stole the money. Yeah, and not even like the organization. He personally stole the money. Yeah, yeah. And so he has all of their all their assets, and he just basically is liquidating everything that they own, and yeah. that's fucking shitty. Yeah. And so after that, Diane is heartbroken. Which I mean, your hero just died. Yeah. Not your literally. Dad died. Not literally. Your vision of your dad died, which is yes. almost worse. Yeah. If oh, your actual I dad, mean, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna project here. If your parent, if you lose a parent, yes, but you believe who they were to their core, Oof. you can still look up to the image of who they were. They become like Batman. It's a symbol. Doesn't matter who. Wears Are you talking about cape. like after the Dark Knight yes. when he runs and then yes. the, okay, like Spider Man. Doesn't matter who's underneath the mask. It doesn't matter that Sony and Disney fucked yeah. it up and we lose my young baby boy Tom Holland. Oh, shout out our baby boy. Mm, my favorite white man, Tommy Holland. Damn, I feel. Don't call him Tommy I Holland. I feel personally triggered by favorite white man. You're so, in there. Hey, I'm in there. So anyway. Top 50. <laughs> oh, oh, <gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, so then, <laughs> uh, where even were we? Oh, yeah. So uh, no, if you lose a parent ha- and you can at least still look to the image of them, that's one thing. 
to have the image of who they were and what they mean to you tarnished in a way that's you can't even reconcile. Mm-mm. Like they that's it's like find out that. Santa smokes crack. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. So she's heartbroken and then she runs to to find Lloyd, who's currently mm-hmm. at the kickboxing gym. Yep. Um, and as she interrupts his fucking sparring match, he gets roundhouse kicked in the face. He yes. gets a, he gets uh, his nose broken. Maybe he gets a concussion. And so she's trying to tell him everything that happened, right? Yep. Yeah, and so it's like, um, she, yo, she's up there like, Lloyd, my dad did this. I'm so upset. Uh, I love you. Um, please come back. And he, and and she doesn't say please come back. No, I, she does say I love you a couple times, and she's he's like she, he's like what? And she's like how many more times do you want me to say it? And at that point, I was like I'm not sure. Um, because like I said, he just got roundhouse kicked in the face. His nose is broken. I don't know if he's being difficult. No, he, no, he's joking. Or I don't know if he was joking or if he has a concussion. No, he's legit. Like I mean, can you say it one more time? Yeah, it's like I love you. I love you. It's like how many times do you need me to say it? You can say it one more time. Because yeah. remember, she left him on a flimsy reason to him. Yes. Yeah, and so he has at least... And honestly, a, a flimsy reason for her, too. Yeah. She just thought it was... Because she's leaving to, to England and dad's in trouble. And it's like, yeah. wouldn't you like to have somebody around because your dad's mm-hmm. in trouble? He doesn't need to be a distraction. He can be a rock. But anyway... Couldn't they kiss and make up? Wait, no. He says a, the second best line of this movie. Because the first best line is when he's upset and he's talking to Corey in D.C., his girlfriends. Like, um, I gave her my heart. She gave me a pencil. A this, pen. A pen. I gave her my heart. She gave me a pen. Yeah. The second best line is right here. So he's at the kickboxing gym. He's concussed slash joking. Diane's pouring her heart out and saying, please come back. And she says, or he says, do you need someone or do you need me? Yes. Ooh. 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 And then he immediately goes, I don't even care. I don't care. Yo, then that he, was real as that shit. That was great. And that's, honestly, and that's why this movie's amazing. You have, you should use that line in real life. Because there are some times when people will come back in your life and you're like, nah, but do you actually need me? Mm-hmm. Or do you need somebody with a do pulse? You, do you need a warm body? Exactly. And then I thought that's how they were going to leave it. And then she whispers in his ear, no, I need you. I mean, which is what you're supposed to say. If, some, if anybody ever asks you that question, you say, I need you. Yeah, you just basically lie. But, yeah. Um, yeah. It still is a cool line. It still is a great line. Then they kiss and make up. And then, yeah. And then do we want to skip to prison? I mean, it's not even a skip. That's basically where we yeah, go, that's right? Sure. So the, the dad, obviously, at this point, is incarcerated. They, they strike some sort of deal. He has to pay a $120,000 fine, which in 89 was probably like half a mil. And nine months, right? Yeah, and nine months in jail. That's time. That's time. I mean, it's not a lot of time, considering you All time's a lot of time, man. 30 years we need to dismantle the industrial prison complex. For-profit prisons are a fucking problem. Dude, kill them they all. they really are. Yeah. We, that's, that's an episode for another podcast we're going to do called Fuck the System. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I don't want to actually enjoy that. No. Go ahead. We'll just get mad. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyway, so he, he meets with the dad. Dad's He's in his orange, orange jumpsuit. Yep. Uh, full us. <laughs> yeah. Orange. Uh, that's a red jumpsuit. Uh, whatever. Now we're just fighting over Be keys. careful. <laughs> Did I do it right? No. I didn't actually see the movie. Oh, it's so good. How do, how do they sound in I us? I can't do it. It'll just sound Try. Funny. It'll be funny. Be careful. I feel like I was close. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> this, this was not what either one of those even sounds like. So uh, he's basically like, look, your daughter's mad at you and thinks you're a piece of shit. But like, you know, we're I'm still here to, to talk to you, whatever. You know, I'm going to basically be the in-between. Daughter doesn't like, want to come into the prison for visiting. Yeah. 
And so he's like, what are you going to do? What's going to happen in the future? He's like, well, and he kind of leads him down a, a bit of a fake path. He's like, well, you know, she's going to go to Britain. And like, I really thought to myself, like, like, I need to start prioritizing my future, really think about what I want. And like, hey, like long distance is not that bad, but you can do date a British guy because they got funny accents. And, I'm and bad haircuts like we discussed in About a Boy. Yeah. And bad teeth and Hugh Grant. So yeah. Then he's like, good, good. No, that's exactly what you should do. You go away. She goes to Britain. He's like, but then I changed my mind. Ah, any nay nays in the prison. (laughs) It was crazy because that wasn't invented yet. (laughs) So it was really like amazing foresight. He doesn't do the nay nay. Yeah. And so then he. uh, He doesn't do the nay nay in case you're dumb. Yeah, no. Please don't subscribe. Stop listening now. If you're dumb, yeah, go ahead. So then uh, he's like, and then I thought about it, and I'm like, I don't have shit going on here. And Mm -hmm. you know what I figured out I want to do for my living? Which is, this is weird phrasing. What do I want to do for a living? I want to do your daughter for a living. He doesn't say I want to do your daughter. I want to be with your daughter for a living. And he does say that. And he says something like that earlier, right? When Diane asked, what do you want to do with your summer? I want to spend as much time as I can with you. But saying, I want to be with your daughter for a living, because that's what I'm doing. He has no plans for himself, which continues to bother me. Like, eventually he has to get a job because things cost money on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not But he tells get... the dad who's in jail. Uh, it's funny. For fraud. Yeah, for fraud. So it's the dad's own fault. At one point, I was like, are you all right, sir? And the guy's like, I'm incarcerated, Lloyd! <laughs> you fucking idiot. Yeah, are you, are you all right? Well, I'm incarcerated. Yeah. Oh, gee whiz, sir. That must be really weird. Yeah. And then he gives the... This is really sweet, actually. He gives the father a letter from the daughter. That Diana wrote, yeah. So he, like, starts to read the beginning. It's basically like, you're a piece of shit, you're a piece of shit, you're a piece of shit. And he gets all of a sudden, like, downtrodden and starts flipping through the And Lloyd's like, don't worry, it gets better. He's like, well, she wrote a couple of versions. If it's the version that ends with, but I'll always love you, then that's the good version. And he reads the ending, and he's like, it just says sincerely, and then her name. Yeah, And he's like, oh, yeah, no, that's not the good version. Oop. And he's like, but shouldn't it matter, like, that she wrote a good version? Like, that must mean... Not to me, because I'm in prison. (laughs) Right. She's going to England. So then Diane actually comes in the prison yeah. but all she does and this is where we're going to go back to the weird dad energy i'm talking about their weird they have a weirdly close relationship um remember earlier um the dad says give lloyd a pen when you're breaking up with him so he has something to remember you by yes. diane gives dad no but the, that was not because of a 40 and shit that was i almost ended this relationship because you of think shitty it was a, advice you think it was a slap gave, oh 100 because of um, shitty advice you gave me you know who gets the pen you, because you robbed the elderly, you fucked up as a dad. No, no, no. no. And now you get a pen. We have two different perceptions. Okay. You read the pen as Diane's telling dad, hey, fuck of you. Of yours, yeah. I read the pen as she, I don't think Diane wants to fuck her father. I don't think at all. And we agree. Yeah. I think they are close in a way that's a little strange. And that strangeness is compounded or illustrated by the fact that she gives the pen that she gave the same... She gave this That's pen to Lloyd, she, who she might have lost her virginity to. Yeah. Now she gives it to her father. Yeah, but it's not... She, she gave the pen to Lloyd because her dad made her feel like this was kind of what she was supposed to do. And so she's just like, oh, in this relationship, I have to go to Britain. My dad said, give you a pen. Here's a pen. She gives it to her dad because it's like, I almost ended the best thing that's ever happened to me. And uh, I did so because of your shitty suggestion. Here's a pen. Shove it up your ass. Okay. Tell me, but I, we both think that there's a strangely close relationship. Oh, yeah, totally. So I thought this scene like, still hits something, right? It still hits something. I just think the note it hits is, fuck you. Oh, okay. It's, like, it's her independence and it's her life. Like I said, I don't think she. I don't think Diane wants to fuck Daddy no, no. Jim. 
I don't even know if Daddy Jim wants to fuck Diane. I think it's one of those things like, haha, they're weirdly close, but they don't want to fuck. But it's like I think that the boyfriend has a lot of big dad energy. Ew. I think that the dad and the and the boyfriend, if you look at their personalities, if you just if you take out the fact that he defrauded the elderly, (laughs) and you just look at like why are they both good people? Because honestly, the dad in this movie, and I'll defend him later, great guy outside of. The worst thing you can do to the elder, well, short of murder, he really fucks over these people. I don't think it's the worst thing you can do because they're dead already. It's the worst thing you can do to their, to to their, their descendants. Short of like, desecrating yeah. the grave. Or He's something. like, in exchange for me like actually taking legitimate yeah, care of you, you take I take... Positive ca- uh, you don't take the money with you, man. You don't. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so... They, they, they're getting ready for Diane to go to England. Yeah, they're all packing. There's a scene with him and his sister, and he's like, oh, I'm going to Europe. Yeah, because he's going to Europe with her. He's going to England with her. She's ready to go to England. She get, They get on the plane. Diane has a big fear of flying. She has this hat that makes her look like uh, that girl from Blossom, who's yeah. also in Big Bang Theory. It's a big old floopy hat. Mm-hmm. Like, she's in church in Atlanta. And this was the part that pissed me off in an unimportant way. Yeah. Because... She's like, Lloyd's like, listen, the second, most of the accidents on a plane happen in the first five minutes. The second the, all right, you can smoke in this plane, light goes on. The second the unbuckle your seatbelts, light goes on, the little ding, you're fine. And so the plane goes up and it's rocky, blah, 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 And then the ding happens and then the movie ends. Yeah. If they cut it before the ding. Oh, I know. It'd be like, uh, what is that movie with the top? Oh, uh, Inception. Yeah. I was going to say it would be like The Graduate. Oh, <laughs> but it would have been great. But they do give, there's one line before the ending of the movie that is kind of cute. Yeah, say they it. say, hey, are you sure this is going to work? Because everyone's doubted that this is going to actually happen mm. and we're going to fall apart. We're going to Britain. We're too young. We're too stupid. This isn't going to be successful at all. And what John Cusack looks at her and goes, you just described every success story ever. Mm. And I'm like, that is true. It's a good line. It's also survivorship bias. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, anyone that had that said to them and then succeeds think that 100% of people that had that said, I mean, sometimes it's just good advice. Yeah. Um, but in this instance... You it know, was sli- Lloyd has some good lines. He, dude, he's so smooth. Lloyd, he was not smooth and he was also smooth. No, Lloyd's not smoothness. Here's the thing. He has, Hugh creep, whole, he has creepy eyes. Hugh Grant's whole shtick is I'm so like not fun, not not smooth and so awkward and I have pauses and I stutter and I'm British. So like find me attractive. Lloyd mm-hmm. is actually so kind of sometimes bumbling that it actually is charming. Yeah. Because he's not trying to be charming. He's yeah. not in on the joke. He has that line about, like, that's every success story. Yeah. What's your job this summer? My job this summer uh, is to be your date. Mm-hmm. Um, the dad's like, uh, he has a good line at the dad that I can't remember. Lloyd has some lines. And when he's like, yeah, like to our earlier point. Do you need somebody or do you need me? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Truth. Lloyd has lines. And he has another good line. Every time you say that, I'm going to grunt. Tee us yeah. up. What are, our, what are our segments here? Garrett. Yep. Yes, Boca? Garrett. Again, yes, Boca? Who did you love in this movie? So I obviously love the two characters, the two main characters in this film. Do you Say their names. Oh, Lloyd and... Female interest. Wow, that's sexist. No, it's not. It's just I don't. The future is female, her. Garrett. I mean, I'm just trying to describe her. As Diane, a sorry, let me leave you alone. <laughs> Woo, I'm sweating. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, jeez, uh, uh, oh, 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 no, oh, god, uh, think peace. So, <laughs> think peace, think peace. Why Garrett is a piece of shit? Garrett is problematic. You know who wrote that thing piece? Career. 
you. Yes. <laughs> um, so, you know, he... I love the two of them. I love their chemistry. It is very true to, like, your very first love. Yeah. And I also... The thing that makes me love Lloyd, outside of all the things we just mentioned, is because you can... At least as a guy... Um, and I'm sure I'll honestly probably cross this either way, but like as a, as a young guy growing up, you do what he does in one of the scenes we did not dissect, which is we do too much. Well, we do too much. We also are very much in our feelings and then we do some taxi driver type shit, but then he goes to it. He's like, I need to talk to guy friends. I have too many female oh. friends. I need to talk to my boys. Did you, wait. So yeah, I'm, I'm sorry no, I cut you right. off cause I had to do this. Yes. All right. So after he's a heartbroken, yes. he's like, I'm going to talk to the boys. Yes. He, goes, he goes to the AM PM gas station. Yes. The boys are just the out boys. back. Yeah, you know, it's Saturday. It's Tobin. for the boy. Tobin, Greg, Chad, Thad, Brad. Yes. And the lads. And so he, he tells them the whole story, and they're like, fuck her, man. Man, you fuck her. Girl. You, you name any girl in this city, I'll get you her for you right now, man. You do any, but you know, whatever. So mm-hmm. you always, guys always tend to do that shit. They'll go to their friends, and they'll gas them up. They're like, fuck her, man. Fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, again, with his lines... At the very end of this whole like, bullshit, talking shit on women and talking shit on this girl, and, yeah, you can do better, and let's go fuck some bitches. He's like, so if you all are so good with women, why are you all single in the parking lot of an AM, PM on a Saturday night? Yeah. And they and then, don't have an answer other than, like, oh, it's intentional. It's about choice. It's about choice. Do you know who says that? The virgins? Do you, know, do you recognize that actor? No. Uh, who was it? You didn't recognize that guy? I might have at the time, but I don't know. It was the guy with the hat. I have no idea. Jeremy Piven. Oh, wow. Entourage out yeah. here yelling, Lloyd! Also the dude in Rush Hour 2. Yeah. Etc. I was Jesus. like, okay, shout out young Jeremy Piven. Yeah, there, there you are. Yeah. So, it's just little scenes like that. Like, he's, he's just very much an everyman, and they write him in a very great way. Also, the dad is a good father. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he does a shitty thing. He fucks up in a major way, and he is probably a shitty person. But for just, if we're just talking... Just looking at him and his relationship with his daughter, he's a very good dad, and that comes across very well. And they didn't make him one-dimensional. There's a there's a lot of ways you can make this character like mean '80s dad who's just being shitty for the sake he's of not, being shitty. Yeah, outside of the weird uh, reverse Oedipal complex thing yes. that might be a subtext, the dad is great. He's that really sweet great. on her, and also, also despite him robbing the elderly, he was really nice when he is an A being a dick to Lloyd, B robbing the elderly, C yeah. trying to. Put Diane in a box. Totally. So maybe he isn't great who if I have you, to do with so many caveats. <laughs> who do you love, Boca? Um, I love his female friends. I love uh, Court. No, no. I love DC and I love uh, Corey. Those are the, guy, the friends. Mm-hmm. They, they gave us another one of the great quotes, or they set us up for one of the quotes. Uh, DC is like, Lloyd, why do you have to be like this? He's like, because I'm a guy. I have pride. Corey's like, you're not a guy, Lloyd. <laughs> yes, I am. He's yeah. like, no. The world yes. is full of guys. Be a man. Don't be a guy. Ooh. 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 I'm gonna start doing spoken word. There's so much good shit in this. I'm gonna oh, just, I'm gonna just read the transcript of this movie. I'm gonna read the fucking script. Yeah, and folks won't know because we're fucking young and Bring then we're like, drums and a turtleneck and you, you don't anything. have to do beat dicks. That was the sixties, man. Everything we're going to the twenties, all zoot suits and prohibition. And a green light at the end of a dock. Oh, God damn. Right? Is that a rom-com? No. Can we do Great Gatsby? Is it a com? There's no com, true. It's all rom. It's all rom and drum. And Leonardo DiCaprio with Jay-Z. In the new one. It's so weird, man. You had all these Negroes out here, <laughs> uh, like, having fun. It's, it's, it's a weird thing black people do. It's like, yo, this movie set... I'm tangent. 
No, but I do like like modern takes on like twenties, thirties, and forties and fifties movies, where all of a sudden it's just like black people and white people just getting along in public and public spaces. Like, on one hand, I want that. Yeah. On the other hand, it feels like you're lying to have yeah. that in Great Gatsby there's a, there's or in Marvelous Miss Maisel. Modern Great Gatsby and like a Spike Lee film, where it's like we need to dial in that this yeah. was not an idyllic. And then guy. eventually the police come in and fuck it all up. Anyway, um, so I love the female friends. I love DC. I love Corey. Um, I liked the dad. I loved, I do love, no, something we don't get into. Love. I didn't love his sister. I didn't love Constance's character played by, She's barely even in it. you know, but the, um, his little nephew, that was cool. the ne- the nephew's little boy, it's probably played by yeah. the same boy who was in Jerry Maguire. Yeah, probably. Um, honestly, it might be, I should Google, but it, it basically, um, Lloyd has a nephew. Yep. The nephew loves, uh, punching shit the same way Lloyd does because Lloyd's into, Kickboxing, mm-hmm. the nephew is great because it's a child actor who didn't try too much. And he's very good with the kid. Yeah. It almost came across <laughs> like the kid was legit not acting. Yeah. And they were just like yelling at each other. Chill for a little bit. Yeah. Just hang out and just do kid shit. And he just did that. Yeah. And it's like, what do we love? Pain. Pain. Yay. Like, Yay. he doesn't even really have lines. He just mimics whatever Lloyd's doing. Does. And it was fine. It was totally great. Yeah. Who else did you love? Is that it? Um, we covered, we basically said everybody. Because this is the best movie we've done so far. Yeah, okay. Technically, this is the best movie we've done so far. I, this is not one of those movies I would come back to in the same way I might the other ones. If I'm in a You wouldn't rewatch mood, it? I will rewatch it, but I won't, like... If you just want to, like, feel good, there are some other movies that we watch that I might come back to. I don't know if I'm going to rewatch it, but I'm going to... I added Peter Gabriel's In Your Eyes, so like... You know how Spotify is, like, the like songs? Yeah, totally. That's just going to be playing... If you're in a relationship while watching this, it definitely makes you go like, damn, I miss my significant other. Like, oh, you, know, you are just... What I, uh, my girlfriend's great. Hey. I love my wife. I love my wife. Ah! Uh, okay, so do you think these two end up together? Do, do you think, think I last? don't think so. I don't at all. This, oh, this cool. Yeah. We are in accord. Right? It's, it, this is he has nothing wife. for himself. Well, it, it's also... They lost their virginities to each other, or at least he did. Yeah. They both went off on a dream. They're going to go to Britain. I don't think this ends ugly. I just think it ends in, like, what every relationship post-college ends up in, which is just, like, we did this. We tried this. She'll go on because she'll have brighter prospects. She has a lot for it. She's a... I don't know if she's a genius, but she killed it in high school, and she's, like, sweet... She's really pretty and really fucking smart and works really hard. So also, life's going to be good. That's, I, think, I think she needs someone that's maybe a little bit more intellectual, a little bit more stable, and a little bit more and Lloyd, driven. And Lloyd needs to figure out what the fuck he wants for himself. Yes, Beyond but supporting and loving her. a little bit more emotionally available and has a little bit more richness to their personality. Because he, he kind of called it out at the gym. Do you, are you here because you want me? Or because you, do you want me or do you want somebody? I think she wants somebody. She wanted somebody, and they kind of play through. Yeah. Because he's like, this kind of works for me, I guess. This don't, is classic first love. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Totally. Yeah, yeah I but think Lloyd gets the most out of it. Yeah, he, he's it's like... The person that loves the hardest gets the most. Like, they're going to yeah, hurt the most when this thing ends, but like... And it he, will. He at least got the full ride of like being fully invested, riding this thing out, and then he'll get all the angst when it doesn't... And work. that's the thing. If you love as hard as Lloyd, yeah. how hard is life going to be... Because there are the odds that somebody hits to the same level. No, it'll be fine. It'll be fine? Well, I'll be fine. I think it'll be totally fine. Because the thing is... Because like, he's an optimist, but his love is very intense. Because he's an optimist intense. and also he's brave. Because the person that does not fully invest, is that's the easier thing. The easier mm. thing is to be a cynic and to not fully put yourself into another person. That's kind of deep. 
you, you came to the Bromance podcast for the shitty alcoholic beverages and the yep. bullshit, and you stay for the death. But yeah, no, he's, he's brave, and he has an emotional range, and he'll love again. It's like, uh, wasn't this actually brought up in, one, in the Sleepless in Seattle? They talk about, hey, if you've loved this hard, they tell this to Tom Hanks on the radio. The second time is easier. Exactly. The second time is easier because you're already that type of person. But does he love her or is he infatuated? He's 18-year-old in love with her. Because remember, he was super into her before he knew she, who she was. Yeah. Um, and it helped that she was super hot and super yeah. smart. Um, and then he somehow gets her. Which works for 18. I think he's as in love with someone as you can be and have that level of life experience. Mm. He's 18 in love. Yeah. So it's like I'm, you know, 27 in love, and then you got 35 in love, 50 in love. There's, there's bar, there's levels again. Okay. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm gonna leave you alone on that. Yeah. Um, I actually we, told my girlfriend I love her. I might want to do that before this podcast airs. You got, you have four weeks. <laughs> hey, next month. Oh God. Hey. That's gonna be so cool. If it does, if the timeline does <laughs> pan out. I just don't say it. And I just let her listen to the podcast. Oh, maybe just don't send her the episode. Yeah. Well. Organic traffic. That's how okay. you find out, baby. All right, Gary, is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, that's all I got. Is that all you got? That's that's genuinely it. Um, I well, Let's just give it a 1 in 10 because that seems like... Oh, review it? Yeah, I think we've yeah. done that on a couple other ones. All right, we'll uh, save uh, on the same time? on 3. All right. 1, one two, three, nine. 9. 0.9. Okay. Yeah. You say 8.9, I said 9, right? I didn't put it in the 9 range because the 9 for me, I also factor in like just... in Would I watch this... Repeatedly, like I think this might stick with me. No, no country for old men. I thought it was a great movie. I'm not gonna just throw it on. Well, that's because it's long and slow. This I thought was really good. Yeah, but I'm not sure. It's like, it's not. It's great. It's just not something that you're gonna put on to just feel good. You feel. Well, you'll cut to the boombox scene. Yeah, you you'll cut to the party. Oh, it has highlights. Don't get me wrong. Cut to the party. Cut to the boombox scene, and cut to the gym at the end. Cut to the. Not to be gross, but honestly, kind of cut to the sex scene when yeah. your eyes is playing for the first time. Yeah. yeah. So it's a good scene. Yeah. Well done. There's enough here to rewatch. Also, it's still, it's 1989. So they're playing 18 year olds. They all look like they're about 33. John Cusack at the time was 22. Yeah. Uh, Eon Sky was 17. She was 17. Actually, I, I. That shit's disgusting. No, wait, let me pause. Okay. She was, because ma- honestly, this is a math problem. Yeah. She was either 19 or 17. Why? How's this, how did we get As this in, when I did the, not to be gross, but I like, oh, I was like, who, I had no idea who she was. So I looked her up, I was like, oh, how old was she when did the movie? I thought she was 19. I suck at math. I think in some interview, she said 17. Well, so, also, the movie came out in 89. When was it filmed? Oh. Probably 87 or 88. I don't know, a two-year gap. But yeah, maybe. So likely, she was 17. Yeah. Yeah, so now you feel gross and disgusting? Well, not so much me, but John Cusack. Well, he was told to do this shit, and well, he's an actor. Well, the parents gave permission, and everyone signed off, but at the same time... Yeah, like, yeah, R. Kelly's... Blah. Exactly. So, pa- Aaliyah's parents gave permission. I mean, this was a movie. This wasn't just... They didn't actually... Fu- you know what, though? They were... I, no I one's going to make a movie called Surviving John Cusack. <laughs> oh, God. What if something comes out, and this is, like, super... Oh, pretty- this might not age well. Uh, it's, like, three years ago, or five years ago, someone being like... You know what's always going to be forever? The Cosby Show. That'll oh. never get... <laughs> God, I miss being able to enjoy The Cosby Show. I wish Bill Cosby was in a monster. You can still... That's why I watched A Different World. That's the first... Yeah. Let's zip up a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But basically, they were both seeing other people at the time. They were bo- And they were like, if we were not... They had so much chemistry, they would have gone together. Yeah. 
Yeah, after the, after that manual transmission teetering on a drive scene, mm-hmm. um, Elon Sky said like, "Yeah, we would have gone home together." Wait, the actual actors? Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. If if she wasn't, there was so much chemistry between the two of them. No, but they was, really did have chemistry. But it's uh, a gross. It's a gross gap. Because twenty-two divided by seven. Uh, I'm not, well, so uh, five me, years is not a gross gap, but those five years. A young gap. five is a big five. Yeah. And she's under the age of eighteen, so it's gross. Yeah. 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 It's gross. Uh, Twenty-one still feels weird. Basically, yeah. it's gross. It's bad. And I don't condone it. There we go. We do not condone adults being with minors, and uh, that is the big. I don't place. like how you said it. Now <laughs> I feel bad, Garrett. Because I, legit, I legitimately do not, but you said it funny, and now I feel weak. No, we genuinely do not, but also... Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, anyway, great movie. Really, really enjoyed it. Uh, next week's episode, what is it? I actually don't know. You tell me. Runaway Bride. Oh, thank you. I forgot. Yep. So we're going to go back to the whole Julia Roberts... Uh, not Dennis Quaid. What's his name? Richard Gere. Richard Gere, Julia Roberts, throwback pretty woman, but this time she's afraid of commitment. Cool. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye.